Hello, and welcome to the Cultivating Confidence podcast. I am your host, Dr. Nicole Grams. I am a life coach who specializes in anxiety, health, and human design. And I also happen to be a functional medicine pharmacist. This podcast is a compilation of conversations that I've had with clients and colleagues. So listen in as we explore the mind, body, and soul's confidence in its many forms. All right. Um, So as we gather here tonight, as usual, I'm going to do a little tiny guided meditation type grounding thing. So if it feels comfortable for you, close your eyes, get comfortable, put your feet on the ground if it feels good for you. Although I will admit, I usually don't. When I say that I have them curled underneath me and I just imagine that they're touching the ground. So you can feel free to do whatever feels good for you. If you're laying down ground in, just feel the weight of your body and the ground pushing back on it or the bed or the chair or whatever. Close your eyes. If it feels good for you, take a deep breath. Let it go. And as you sit with your eyes closed, just notice the crown of your head. Notice your feet. Notice your neck, your shoulders, torso, hips, legs, knees, feet. Notice if there's anything that's calling your attention in your body and just breathe into that space for a moment. And just imagine light energy coming in through the crown of your head kind of trickling through your body as it makes its way down. Let everything that doesn't need to be there go out your feet into the ground. Notice if whatever grabbed your attention before has changed at all. Is it still the same? Is it more pliable? Has it moved? Just notice. All right, one more deep breath together. Let it go. And when you're ready, open your eyes and join me, join us. Thank you. I always love these little moments. So I appreciate you all joining in the way you do. Today, This is a reminder that I needed for myself, um, because I know that I have slipped into a lot of negativity lately. Um, that is unintentional, but, um, we can talk about the difference between intentional, um, indulgence and just outright bringing negativity into your life and into the world that you don't necessarily need to do. So, um, what this looked like for me for a long portion of time was, um, especially me as a retail pharmacist, as a manager, I would complain about just about everything. Like the second people walked away from the counter, oh my gosh, did you hear what she said? You know, like whatever. And then the second somebody walks out, like if a tech was doing something dumb when they would leave, it's like, ah, I can't believe they keep doing this. And like all this negativity And then I sat back and wondered why my techs weren't coming to me with problems in the pharmacy or like telling me the truth. 
And then like, it took me until well, well after I quit that job to realize like, oh, no wonder nobody wanted to open up to me because the second they walked away, I would be complaining about them or complaining about somebody else. Like shockingly enough, people don't want to participate in that. <laughs> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I didn't think of myself as a negative person. Nobody thinks of themselves as a negative person, right? This is just, I'm, I'm just getting it off my chest. I'm just, you know, venting. I just, you know, like let it out. Like, and I'm all for like getting it out, but out is better than in and suppressed, but also out means that you're giving negativity to the world. So if you can just avoid having the negativity, wouldn't that be easier? Right now it is something that takes practice. It's not something that you can learn. Well, you can learn it in an hour, but it's going to take practice to let your brain like understand like, oh gosh, like I'm being super negative about this. And I didn't even realize it. Like, how can I shift my perspective or what can I do differently? That will get me different results in my life because the results that you're getting in your life never lie. My text would not come to me to talk about any problems or any requests or any, I mean, they'd come and talk to me. We were friendly, but like, it wasn't it wasn't the type of relationship that I wanted to have because I was bringing such a negative vibe to the pharmacy, even though I was like, oh yeah, everything's great. Like it just, there was just this dynamic that I didn't see while I was in it. Right. But anyway, nobody really thinks of themselves as a negative person, but you can definitely think of people that, you know, that, that are negative all the time. I can probably think of a handful of people off the top of my head that are always complaining about something. And sometimes that's me. Sometimes I'll, I'll admit, sometimes it is me, right? So I'm not saying that it's bad. It's just something to gain awareness about. And we don't want to blame or like we're being negative, but blaming it on our circumstances. And I know that we've got at least one newcomer tonight, but looking at the model that we used about thoughts, our circumstances, everything that's not in our control are always neutral, right? The tech doing something that I judged as stupid is a neutral thing that I made negative when I had a thought about it, right? The person yelling in the driveway or drive-through about their prescription not being done or whatever, like that wasn't a negative thing until I made it negative. And even just that, like what it, like it was a simple reframe of like, what are they possibly going through that makes sense for them to respond like this right now? Like that simple reframe was all it took for a lot of the negativity that is in my thoughts to change. So what are some things, um, if I know a couple of you usually have pen and paper, what are a couple of things that you find really, really negative in your life? It can be a stupid little thing or like, well, nothing's stupid until we make it stupid. Right. <laughs> but it can be little things. It can be big things. It can be, you know, I've always dealt with this. I've never been able to change my mind about what's going on, but just think about like what in your life presents as something that you see as negative. And you can probably come up with a lot of evidence for like why it's negative, right? Somebody shouldn't act like that. This shouldn't be this color, this, you know, like, I don't like this. And just like, notice that even I don't like that is a choice that you're making. And is it helpful for you to think about how you don't like something like, is it serving you or, or can you think of like, it, can you frame it in the opposite light of 
Well, what I do like is this, can I focus my energy on that instead? Right? Maybe you don't like your job. Maybe you don't love your job, but instead of like, for me, I mean, my job, I like it. I like the people that are there. Um, what I do is pretty easy, but it's not super fulfilling. And I could choose to focus on the negative parts of that about how boring it is and how, you know, there's dumb things in the system that I'm dealing with. There's people doing dumb things around me. Like I can focus on that and I don't necessarily plan to be there for the rest of my life, but instead what I have chosen to do is focus on like the good things that I'm getting out of it. Like I have a stable income as I build my coaching career. I have, you know, people to interact with every day at work and we have some really great conversations and laugh a lot. I love that about it. Right. So what I'm choosing to do is focusing on the positive things instead of focusing on the negative things, because we create our reality with what we focus our energy on. So what parts are you focusing your energy on? And just notice that even if you're neutral about something, like if you can't think of something that you're outward, outright like negative about, notice anything that you're neutral about and see if there are thoughts in there that are inherently negative that you've just never questioned before because you've thought them so many times that it just doesn't even occur to you to like think about it in a different way. Right. Saying things you don't even realize you're saying something like that won't work. Like what? <laughs> that won't work. Like, even if it's true, if somebody wants to try something and all you say is, oh, that won't work. Like what? Maybe it'll work for them. Right. I give people advice all the time that hasn't worked for me, but yeah, give it a shot yourself. I don't know. I can say it. I don't think it'll work. It didn't work for me. It's a very different thing than like, oh yeah, give it a try. See, see how it works for you. Um, I don't like that. It's too hard. It's impossible. I've never made it happen before. Um, not yet. I'm too busy. I don't have enough time. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. This is a shit show. <laughs> how many times have you left a situation and said, oh my God, that was such a shit show. Like, even if you think it's true, is it serving you to hang on to that negativity and, and like, put that out, focus on that, right? I hate it. They're annoying. I should, they should, they hurt my feelings. They're dumb. You know, like they're very subtle things, but it's unnecessary negativity in our emotional life. So in a certain sense, it might be something like, just let it go. And sometimes that's a very easy thing to do. Like, is this really important? Is this something I'm going to remember a year from now, even tomorrow? Am I going to remember it? Do I really need to be negative about it? What it's doing in our own brains is reinforcing the negative things that we have around us. Right. And we don't see ourselves doing it, but like, it's still creating our reality in a very real sense. Right. Cause if we're always like going back to like my negativity at the pharmacy counter, I mean, I would never do it. I wouldn't knowingly do it when there was a customer at the counter. Right. So I knew that I was doing it. I was very conscious of that fact because like, oh, well, if I didn't even know I was doing it, then I wouldn't change 
when somebody else is observing me. Right. But there are so many things that I would also do while everybody was observing me because I didn't even realize that it was negative. Um, a lot of what I would do and what I have seen a lot of people do is we think that we're just making an observation of something, but is that really what we want to observe about what we're interacting with, what we're, you know, seeing in the world, right? Like, do we want to focus on how everybody's an idiot? Cause you can find evidence for that. Just turn the TV on, turn the news on. Everybody is losing their minds, right? Is that what we really want to focus on? Like, I don't know about you, maybe, but it's not what I, it's not the world that I want to live in. What I want to do is go out every day. And this is obviously a little, maybe, maybe (laughs) even that's negative. Wow. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But like, we don't, reality isn't going out and everything sunshine and daisies, right? Reality is we're going to experience negativity but how quickly can you catch it and shift your mind? Like the first step is always observing it in yourself. The second step is like observing that you have power over this. You have power over what your brain is doing. There is a default that will get you to the first step, but where are you going after you get to that threshold, right? That's where you can retrain your brain. And that's what we work on a lot here of, you know, like, how do we shift what we're thinking? How do you, how do we make it stick? It's legit, just practice. And sometimes there will be something that you can catch right away. And sometimes it'll take a year before you're like, oh my gosh, I finally did it. Right. There's been so many things that lately I've had breakthroughs about I'm like, wow, I don't know why it took me so long. Well, that's negative too. Right. Like, oh my gosh, I did it. I find even like, I finally did it means that I was inadequate up until this point. I finally did it. There's, there's like an inherent judgment in that. Like, why can't we just say I did it? I've been working so hard on this. I've been trying so hard to figure this out about my own brain. And I did it. So was anyone confused by when I said like our circumstances are neutral? I know that a lot of times it feels like they are not, we feel like it's the crazy dog running around being annoying. That's causing our emotions or, you know, the cat climbing up the Christmas tree, <laughs> getting in the way when we're doing presents or whatever, or the kid crying in the background or having a tantrum at the store. Like nothing is negative until we have a judgment about it being negative. Like there's nothing inherently negative about a cat climbing up a Christmas tree. And some people think it's quite comical actually. So that's definitely how we know that, (laughs) that it's a thought that's creating the negativity. Like, oh, they shouldn't be doing that. Like it's such a big energy suck. So what do we do when we find out that we have this negative focus, right? Anybody have any ideas? Uh, okay, hand raised. Go ahead. I would say um, a a big thing is even just recognizing that you're noticing that it's a negative thing, and you know, observing why, you know, it, it's a negative thing to you, and saying like, well, why do I think the cat going up the tree is is negative? Um, 
you know, it's, is it because, oh, they're going to break something or you're worried that they're going to do something? It's your, I think it's like you're anticipating something else that may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with that thought instead? You sit with it. Okay. I think you, I think you observe it and, you know, tell yourself, you know, well, what if the cat didn't do the, you know, what if nothing wrong happened mm-hmm. or, um, and, and recognize that as, is it going to hurt? Is it going to actually be as big of a deal as you think it's going to be? Right. That's one approach for sure. Of like, what's the worst that could happen? Like maybe don't put the, your favorite ornament ever at the bottom of the tree where the cat can easily reach it. Right. But right. like, how are you contributing to this being negative? It's like, oh, it's only what I'm thinking about it. And maybe the cat climbing the tree isn't the best example. Cause like, <laughs> but like <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Hopefully, um, maybe it's a coworker who always says something stupid, right? That's a huge judgment of, oh, they're saying something stupid again. Right. Or they're doing something stupid. That's a big thing that I'm dealing with a lot is text, putting the label on crooked or whatever. Like that's something that was finally like, okay, I need to stop doing this. Like, this is not inherently negative. They're just doing their job. And this is not something that they prioritize. Like Nicole, you don't need to complain outward. It's absolutely asinine of me, (laughs) but I do it. And like, like, that's why I'm like, okay, we need to talk about negativity this week because queen, (laughs) queen of it, right? Like I'm not, I'm not saying that I, I have this all perfected by any stretch, but like having an awareness of it is how I take a lot of my emotional energy back. Like, I don't have a lot of emotional energy to just be spewing out negativity. Like it's not helpful for me. It doesn't help my body stay in a nice, calm, happy, healthy state in any way, shape or form. What if I can just look at this label and instead of reacting to it, just, okay, I'm going to fix it. Or maybe it's not that bad. I'm just going to move on with my life. Or I can go ask them politely to say, Hey, I noticed that you keep putting it on this way. I'd love it if it was this way instead. Right. Like there's very simple things that, and even that feels like a confrontation sometimes, but it's only a confrontation when we make it a confrontation in our head and the way that person is going to respond as long as like what I can do is approach it in a way that I think is polite and assertive and, you know, kind, right. I'm not going to walk over there and say, Hey, you idiot. Like this, look, look what you did. You idiot. (laughs) (laughs) That's not helpful. Right. Like I know that I, that, that might be perceived as something negative, but I can have this mini confrontation and experience a negative emotion about it on purpose in order to avoid feeling all this negative stuff by doing the people pleasing thing of just being silent about it. Right. And yeah, maybe I told that person five times already how to do this. Well, clearly something didn't sink in. How can I explain it in a different way? How am I contributing to the problem? How can I contribute to the solution? And like even focusing on the problem brings negativity at the forefront. There was a podcast, the podcast that sort of inspired most of my notes tonight was talking about, um, 
how in her family and she has teenagers in her family, they're only allowed to state the problem one time in a conversation. What's the, they're not allowed to defend why they think it's a problem. They're not allowed to explain why they think it's a problem. They're just allowed to say, this is the problem. And then the rest of the conversation, they focus on what the solution is. Like how drastically different would our lives be if that's how every conversation went? Like, instead of dredging through all of the intricate details of the problem, like what are we going to do to solve the problem instead? And that's just like, okay, these labels keep coming to me crazy. Like, what can I do to change the outcome? How can I change what I'm doing to be a better example? And what do I want to have people notice about me? And let's talk for a second about indulging in negativity, because sometimes there's something so ridiculous that you just gotta like, oh my God, can you believe that this happened? Like give yourself, like time it for yourself. Like I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to just like mentally ream this person a new one, right? I'm going to give myself 10 minutes to be as negative about everything as I possibly can be and just get it out in my, maybe it's with a friend that you trust. Maybe it's alone in your house and you're screaming at the cat that's in the tree, right? Like, <laughs> but like, then let yourself feel those negative emotions, but then also notice that you have control over that. And if you don't want to experience that and put more of that into the world, you can do something about it. And what do you want to do? How do you want to show up? It, a lot of it goes back to like our ideal selves of in this situation, how does my highest self show up? How would I want to respond to this person who really just pissed me off, but it's really just my thoughts about them. That's pissing me off. Right. Who do I want to be instead? And how can I take my power back? and not let the energy leak happen of negativity that I don't want in my life. When I ask people a lot of times on our first call together, I say something to the effect of, you know, what do you want your life to look like? 90% of the time they start out with, well, I don't want this. I don't want that. Like almost everybody starts out with, well, I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel, and that those are, it sounds like those are good things, right? Like I know what I don't want in my life, but if we don't have something to aim at and we're just running away from all the negative things, like what do we want to manifest into our lives? And I, I usually let them go for a while. I well, I don't want this. I write it all down. And I go, okay, so, so you told me a lot about what you don't want. Have you ever considered what you do want? And sometimes it blows their mind. <laughs> and it kind of blew my mind when I went through it the first time. And then I was like, I'll never get caught doing that again. Like, what do I want? Okay. I'm going to decide 
I'm going to decide a thing that I do want. And sometimes it's hard to put words to like what I do want. If you've never thought about what you do want, I'm not saying you have to have, you know, declarations posted about this is what my life is going to be, but like have a direction, even if it's a, I want to feel happy. I want to feel content. I want to be able to feel all of the emotions, whether they're positive or negative and not make them feel like a bad thing. Like that's where I'm living my life right now. I have a lot of resistance around things that I think I should be doing. And I'm practicing allowing myself to feel the resistance instead of adding more negativity on top of it. I'm like, oh, that's interesting that I'm feeling resistant to this thing that I know that I intellectually want to do because that I think it'll help me in this way or that way. Like allow yourself to feel negative without adding more negativity of shame and blame and guilt on top of it. Like if you just want to take the afternoon off and sit in a chair, don't feel guilty about it. It doesn't matter, right? Like why, what's the point? Like if that's what you're going to end up doing anyway, because you're buffering by scrolling on TikTok, not that I've ever done that before. Um, but if you're going to sit there for two hours anyway, you might as well stop judging yourself for it. Plan the time in. And I got coaching today around like being sure to plan in rest time, because what I'm trying to do is put things in my schedule that I can move around if I need to, but like, I'm trying to plan things out ahead of time to be like, okay, I'm going to work for an hour on this project. And this is what I want done during this hour. Right. And then I get there and I'm like, oh, like I'm allowing myself to feel that negative emotion and I'm not allowing it to stop me from actually doing the thing anymore. I've been doing that a lot. Like, oh, I just can't, I'm just going to go you know, guiltily scroll on social media for an hour instead of doing the thing that I actually want to get done. I'm just buffering away my life instead of allowing the negative emotion to exist and doing the thing that I want anyway. And it, it, based on some reactions I'm seeing, I'm guessing some of you can relate to this. <laughs> but yeah, it's harder to do this than we think. Because we're all tempted to go straight into the negative. And like my whole life has been, oh my gosh, this sucks. That sucks. This is stupid. Right? Like it's hard to retrain your brain to think, oh, what's not stupid about this? What's amazing about this instead? Like what's amazing about the fact that I have this job that I sometimes think is really boring, right? Like I said, I have amazing coworkers and have met some amazing people through it. And I have some really fun, hilarious conversations and we play games and we shoot rubber bands at each other once in a while. And it's really quite entertaining sometimes, not all the time, but like, I love those moments. So I'm choosing to focus on those moments. And if I'm feeling particularly negative, I'll go and have a conversation with someone who I know is probably going to make me laugh. Right. I have that opportunity to do that and working from home might not always have those things for those of you who do that, but like, yeah, you got to find good in whatever it is you're doing, especially like if you want to transition out of something and you have a reason to stay for now, what are your reasons that you like for staying and focus on those? Like for me, like I said before, I'm focusing on the fact that I have an income that I can pay my bills from. 
right? I have financial stability by keeping this part-time job. I have friends. I have, you know, something to do that'll get me out of the house instead of me sitting on the couch for six hours. <laughs> First, you must be super aware of what you're standing for. Yeah. Um, that that's definitely step one is being aware that you're being negative about something, but then find. So step one, notice always in just about any work that you're doing, notice what you're doing. And I just coached someone. Um, I think last week we were talking about how she's a new client of mine and she's like, okay, so I've started noticing that I'm doing this thing. I started noticing these are the thoughts that I'm having. I'm like, perfect. For like two weeks in, you're doing amazing. And she's like, oh, but I haven't been able to change it. Like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, let's not dive into the negative fight yet because the, the first step is to notice what you're doing. You cannot do anything unless you're willing to face reality of what you're doing and how you're treating yourself, how you're treating others. What are your, what's your role in it? And you have to be willing because so many of us, like even when we're journaling or doing a thought download, and like one of the rules that I try to give people when they're journaling is never go back and edit a sentence that you wrote down. Don't go back and like cross things out, like just add things in if you want to, but we have such a tendency to edit the negative things out if we're given the opportunity to do so, but we need to be completely honest with where we're actually at. Like if you are 700 pounds and you want to lose some weight, if you don't admit that you're 700 pounds first, it's going to be a lot harder to actually make changes, right? If you have an infection in your leg and you want it to change, but you're not willing to admit that you have an infection in your leg, how are you going to change it? How are you going to know what to do unless you see what the whole problem is, right? So in what ways are you treating yourself? poorly, negatively. In what ways are you treating other people negatively? In what ways are you treating your circumstance negatively? There's something wrong with the apartment or the house or, you know, oh my gosh, it's going to snow. So I have to go shovel. Like that's terrible. Like, or, and again, sometimes it's not as big of a deal, but like I have a place to live. I'm warm and I have something that I need to shovel. Like how awesome is that? I could be living homeless outside in a cardboard box underneath snow that still needs shoveling, right? Finding that place of gratitude and making an extreme example of it. Even like I have clean water. Not everybody has that. I have a toilet to pee in. Wow. Life is amazing, right? We forget about these things because they're so default for us. I, I work in pretty cushy conditions given, you know, the extremes of what I could be in. So how can I be grateful for the slightly, you know, cold draft that happens when they open the door up? <laughs> like, wow, we have a heater that works most of the time. <laughs> and oh, poor me, you know, I have to put my scarf on that I brought with me. Wow. There's really not a reason for me to be negative about it as much as I am. I'll, yeah, I'll straight up admit that. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
what are some negative things that you guys have in your life? Maybe there's something that you're like, there's no way this isn't negative. I know that I had some things. Anybody want to chat? Or anything else that you're working on? Doesn't have to be about negativity. Yeah. Me? Yeah, go ahead. All right. I think I'm like in a similar situation with the work thing. Yes. Um, so I notice a lot. And honestly, I think the negativity is me. Um, like the thoughts and everything and how, like you said, they don't necessarily know that something may be bothering me. Mm-hmm. And obviously they're not going to know unless I say something, but then like you, like you had mentioned before, you're afraid of the confrontation. So I then just keep in my mind, just repeating over and over all the negativity. So it's, I know that the negativity is coming from me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the hard part is I haven't gotten to, I'm very aware of the negativity coming from my mindset and how I'm looking at things, but I have a hard time shifting and getting to the positive. Mm-hmm. And that's what I know I need to work on. Yeah. And I need help doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, for you, because I know that you're a manifester and we've all talked about human design at to varying degrees, but your manifester, not self energy is anger. Mm-hmm. So like that could be a part that, that's coming out of like you know, this isn't right. Well, and we also have talked about your sixth line of like intolerance of stupidity, right? <laughs> Any of you with a sixth line, it's definitely like, okay, I'm not dealing with this. This is stupid. Right. So there's probably a tendency to be negative, especially as you go through the stages of life as a sixth line. Right. Mm-hmm. So again, first noticing is super powerful because if you don't know you're doing it and so many people don't know they're doing it, so many people. And probably if you start observing yourself, you'll be able to start pointing it out in other people. Don't actually point it out in other people unless they, they want know. you to, but like <laughs> you're being super negative, not helpful, not helpful at all. Noted. But so in this case, how do you want to, how would you rather show up in that situation? I would rather just show up in a place of acceptance. Okay. I, I have addressed these things passive aggressively in the past yep. and how, how has that worked out for you? Really poorly. Okay. Shocking. Hasn't, hasn't Shocking. Yeah. Um, at all. Um, <laughs> and I really just want to get to the point of accepting that in my mind. Okay. I understand in my mind, or I perceive this person to be stupid. Mm-hmm. I perceive this person to be stupid. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean it's true. I'm perceiving this. Yep. Um, and I'm aware of that too. Yep. That it, it's a perception. But I, I want to just accept that thought and I want to be at peace with it. Yeah. So when I'm not you change that, I, I can, I'm not going to change the person. Right. Exactly. Like it's a hundred percent about how you're showing up and not them. Right. right. Cause we can go and make requests and they can keep on doing the same thing Correct. every single day for the rest of their lives. Right. Correct. But how do you want to show up 
in that case. Right. And when you said that it didn't sound like you were terribly thrilled about the idea of acceptance. Yeah, I know. Does it, does it feel kind of like you're just giving in? Yes. Yeah. Like they should see that this is a problem. Right. And I know they won't. Okay. So intellectually, you know, I, know they, I know they won't, and, and they, it's an issue for me because it's something I see multiple times a day, but it's, yeah, it's not something that they're worried about. Yep. You know, it's, it's not malicious in any sort of way. Yeah. Um, it's just for me, a pet peeve. Right. Right. So, so this is a perfect example of like, this isn't actually causing anything dramatic to, to happen, right? Like nobody is going to die over probably, but like what I think might be helpful is to really sit with the fact that they are not doing this maliciously, like until like you can intellectually know things, but until you emotionally know it and can feel it in your body and believe it in your body, it's not going to be true for you. And it might take some bridge thoughts to get there. Mm -hmm. So going from this is stupid to, I fully accept this and it's not something I can change Mm -hmm. and I'm fine with it. Like what's a thought in between that might get you there. That's believable for you. Um, what I tend to do and it's, you know, you know, helps is put into perspective, Hey, look at the job that I came from. This is a very, very small detail compared to the type of issues I was dealing with before. Okay. Um, um, so I'm going to pause you there because mm-hmm. we don't like, I see, I see what you're saying. And yes, that is a perspective shift, mm-hmm. but like, let's just stick with this situation. Okay. What's a step closer, like from this is stupid somewhere in between this is stupid. And I fully accept this. Um, realizing that it, like you said, it's okay. And it's not going to hurt anyone. Okay. Um, I guess where I'm going is more like, it's possible that someday I could accept this. Like even just opening up the possibility that in the future, you might believe it. Okay. Do you see how that's like a step closer to, yeah. Instead of bringing in anything else, any other details, like just like on this spectrum, Mm -hmm. how do we get from this thought to this thought? Because we can talk about all the other models and all the other circumstances and thoughts and feelings and all that stuff. But like right now, what we're focusing on is, you know, currently I think this is stupid. What I want to think is I accept this and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Instead of focusing on this is stupid. We want to go towards like, you know, other people think this is fine. Someday I might be able to think this is fine. Mm-hmm. And then like, as that feels true when you can feel that in your body, feel that belief, Mm -hmm. then you take words out and you say, you know, someday I might think this is okay. Instead of involving anybody else, other, other people think that's okay. And then, you know, I might think this is okay. Mm -hmm. And then, well, this is okay. Right. Like, so sometimes we need a hundred bridge thoughts in between to really believe what we're saying, because if we keep saying mantras or things like that, that we repeat and try to believe, but we don't actually feel into the belief. Like that's where a lot of like affirmations kind of get it wrong. 
there are things that you can repeat over and over and over again until you believe them. And I don't know if any of you have seen, probably many of you have seen the trend on TikTok with the I am woman song, the I am woman, I am fearless. I'm, I don't, I don't know, whatever those things. And there are several people who I have seen saying like, okay, day three of doing this until I actually feel it. And then like by day, whatever it is, 30 days in for sure, they are completely changed human beings as they dance and sway to the song because they start to believe it in their body. Right. But it's this like deeper core belief of like, even just doing mirror work of, I love myself. Right. We don't necessarily start with that. We want to start with, I think it's possible that I might love myself someday. I think it's possible that I might find out that I'm worthy instead of jumping from like, oh my gosh, I can never do this right. All this negative stuff. Like, how do we jump to the thought that we want to believe? Because I know that in order for me to be successful with what I'm doing, I have to show up as a person who is confident, who believes in herself, who believes in her clients, who believes in what she's doing and how life changing that is. Right. I didn't start out like that. I started out believing in the power of coaching and then I had to work on, okay, I believe I can actually help people. And then I had to work on, okay, people that get on the phone actually can, you know, I have to hold space for them to believe in themselves. I have to have 90% of the belief and they get to bring 10%. They don't have to believe that they can change first, right? I just have to believe so strongly that they just add a little bit in and we get there. Yeah. Um, affirmations, instead of saying affirmations that don't feel true, put a, what if in front of it? Yes. Affirmations. I have talked about this with clients before practice affirmations instead of affirmations. Um, so for example, I have an affirmations app. Let's see what it is today. I find opportunities to be kind and caring everywhere I look. Like sometimes that's not true. <laughs> but what if I found opportunities to be kind and caring everywhere I look? And isn't that just relevant to what we're talking about today? <laughs> what if I believed I love myself? What would I do? Um, there was someone I asked recently who was struggling with, with something. And I was like, well, what if you were confident with what you're doing? What would you do then? And it's so easy to come up with answers after we've been sitting there spinning for an hour on, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this. What do you need to feel in order to get it done? And if you were feeling that way, what would you be doing? It's about becoming the person who has the confidence even if you can just like glimpse it for a minute. And with some of you, I've done like future self work where we do a whole meditation and we ask each other, ask ourselves questions and all kinds of stuff. But like, you can tap into that higher self at any point. You can say, if I was the CEO of my life, if I was the CEO in this situation, what would I do? Would I focus on the problem? Probably not. Would I focus on how inadequate I am? Nope. 
not even spending one ounce of effort thinking about how terrible I am. I'm going to focus on what needs to be done right now that would make the most impact on my life or on the people around me, on my kids, on my pets, my family. What can I do today that will make the biggest impact? And a lot of times that's noticing what your thoughts are, noticing what you're feeling. And if you're feeling negative emotions that you don't necessarily want to feel, what are you thinking that's getting you there? And how do you want to think instead? And sometimes it feels like gaslighting yourself at first, <laughs> like hard until you're able to sit in it and really understand and feel that this is how I'm thinking, but I don't want to be thinking this way. And I have the power to change it. Like it's so much easier to change what you're doing or what you're thinking than to rely on everybody else around you to change what they're doing or thinking or saying. And I say this all the time. If any of you figure out how to change what other people are doing and thinking and saying, let me know. Cause we need to make a business together. We are going to be millionaires like next week. <laughs> In my experience, we can't change anybody else, but we can learn to work on ourselves. We can change how we show up. And then in turn, it changes how other people show up around us. And if you're constantly this negative, like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. They should never have said that. This is impossible to do. Like if you change who you're being, they're not going to know what to do for a minute. And they're probably going to think very suspicious things about you. I have someone living in my household who thought very suspicious things when I would react differently at first, because the change that I went through was very drastic and very like, like within weeks, I felt like a different person. And now I unrecognizable from when I started this journey. And now he doesn't think it's suspicious when I really tell him that I, you know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Because it was things that I cared very much about. And I invested a lot of emotional energy in caring about the things. And the first time I said, oh, no, it doesn't matter. I got up. Are you okay? Like, really? You sure? Thought it was a test, right? Thought it was a test and you're going to fail if you don't respond exactly the right way. Like, I don't want to play those games. It's not a good use of my energy that I have so little of, <laughs> especially as a projector. So all of you manifesting generators and generators out there, you might have a little more energy to play with. I do not. I cannot have the time to be wasting it all on thinking thoughts that bring terrible feelings into my life. So you get to choose what you want to think and how you want to act and who you want to be. And every single new person you meet, you can be that new person for them from the start. You don't have to convince them of anything. It's how you pitch yourself. And if you're going through a transformation, people are going to know you as the old you for a while. And it's going to be frustrating. Let it be. And let them be wrong about you. There's no need to correct them. Like when I told several, not so much friends, but more family members that I was 
basically going to quit my job as the pharmacist and be a coach. What's wrong with you? Like, no, I can actually change people's lives this way in a way that I couldn't do before. And I understand. Well, and there were friends who really did resist it because they're like, oh my gosh, like that's not stable. That's not safe. And what they're doing is coming from a place of love from who I used to be. They want me to be safe. And they want me to not risk everything, right? But what they don't know is I don't see this as a risk anymore. I see this as a necessity. I must go this way. I Turning around and going back, while it is technically an option, is not an option for me. I don't want to go back to the life that I had before. I don't want to go back to the thoughts and how I treated myself and any of that. Like there's, there's just not, there's a brick wall that I built behind me. We are not going back that way. That's a scary place. <laughs> there was a lot of negativity happening, happening there. I don't want it. And you can make that decision for yourself too. Right. Even, even thinking like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I can't do this. Like, what if that, that is negative. Those subtle things that feel true are negative. So how can you reframe it? So like, I don't know how to do this. If you, if what I have done is sink into my higher self and say, if I knew how to do this, what would I do? And like the answer can come so stupid easy (laughs) and it might not be an answer that you want to hear. It might be an answer that might cause some negative feelings in you. It might cause some discomfort, but like discomfort is the key to your growth. Feeling discomfort is how you're going to get, like, you're going to feel uncomfortable both ways. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Like if you sit and stew in it, or you can feel uncomfortable on purpose in a way that will get you to the place you want to be. You can say stuck, or you can put yourself out there and wonder, like, again, in my example of like, if I start putting myself on the internet, what are people going to think? Like, well, I kind of got to put myself on on, on the internet to meet some of you crazy people. (laughs) I'm glad I did because I have built relationships that I never would have if I had stayed quiet and wondering what other people are going to think. Right. I felt uncomfortable posting things, knowing that someone I know was going to see them. I wanted to hide. I don't want to hide anymore. It's not helpful for me. It's not helpful for anybody else either. Because the more I can step into my truth and be who I want to be, the more permission it gives everybody else, even if they never tell me. And the same is true for you. People will notice when you're living your authentic self, because you will shine in a way that you have never before. I actually did a TikTok live earlier today with a colleague, friend of mine, and um, a client of mine texted me after. She's like, I don't know what you did, but you are glowing. She didn't need to tell me that. It was really sweet. But I was like, I really like talking about this stuff. <laughs> like something in me has changed and it's no longer an option to let myself stew in discomfort. That's not helpful for me. And I'd like to offer you all the same chance to be uncomfortable in a good way. 
and admit when your brain's being super negative and do something about it because you have the power to change it. Even when it feels like it doesn't, like you don't. So. Any last thoughts before we close for tonight? Oh, thank you all for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you. I love having these conversations. So, all right. Closing breath, close your eyes if it feels comfortable for you. Just take a big deep breath. Actually, that reminds me, um, come back if you want to, but um, there was something like in yoga, usually we breathe in positivity and breathe out the negative stuff. But I heard somewhere once that um, the, I don't know if it's true. I have not done the research, but it kind of resonated with me of what we want to breathe in is the negativity and breathe out positivity into the world because we are such vessels of light and love that we can take in the negativity around us and turn it into and transmute it into something positive. And that just really like, I mean, every yoga class I've ever been to, it's breathe in positivity, breathe out negativity, but like how polluted are we going to be if everybody breathes out the negativity, right? So, yeah. Anyway, it was just a fascinating thing that I, I don't know if it was TikTok or some other thing, but I was like, wow, that's really kind of powerful. How can I breathe out positivity into the world around me? All right. Take care, everyone. Love you. Thank you for being here. Have a good night. And if you have any requests for topics, let me know. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to listen in today. Many of you will be able to take the ideas that you've heard and apply them in your daily life. And that's really all you need. That's amazing. But for those of you who could use a little one-on-one -on -one help with how to make these things actually work for you in your real life, please reach out. The link to schedule a consult with me is in the show notes. You don't have to do this alone. See you soon.